0: So by the time you get to midlife, there's a pretty good chance you've had a few regrets. And there's this wonderful quote by Dr. Wendy Dryden that says there's a tendency with regret to see the path that you didn't take as inevitably better than the path that you did. Many times we'll take a direction, make a decision on something and look back and say, if I would have only done the other thing, because we think that somehow the other choice would have turned out better. But of course, we can't really know that. That's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, if you haven't done so yet, please join us in the badass midlife podcast facebook group it's really a great way for us to connect and learn more about each other and i'm all about learning more about you guys so i hope to see you there well hello everyone happy happy tuesday welcome to badass midlife i'm so glad you're here today i want to talk about regret and there's a pretty good chance as i mentioned that when you get to this stage of your life you've had a few regrets right we've Had a few forks in the road where we've had to make some decisions and we pick one right i love the conversation about how do you know what decision to make right well when you have two options that you feel pretty strongly about you may just have a hard time picking but once you pick one our minds are really wired to just accept it and move forward and so regardless of which one you pick you move forward But there's always that tendency to wanna look back and think that maybe the one decision, the road we didn't take, might've been a better option for us. Because regret can be pretty convincing. It can make you pretty sure that if you had just gone the other way, things would've turned out so much different. But there isn't really a way to know that. It's really common for us to use regret around a decision or a situation as a tool that keeps us shackled and keeps us from moving forward because in a sense if we do in our mind we think we're somehow giving ourselves a pass. I know that that's true in my case when you have regret about things and you know that you've hurt people that if you allow yourself to move forward it's almost like you're saying it's all good. And you just move on and you're not taking it seriously. But that's not really true. I'm sure like many of you, I'm pretty hard on myself. But regret is the emotion that I feel is my emotion of choice when it comes to staying mired in negative feelings that I feel I deserve. And I'm gonna say I felt I deserved because I've actually moved past that. And um, that's what I wanna talk about today because there is hope. All you have to do is reframe your situations, really be mindful about what you're doing, that you're moving in a new direction. You always, in my opinion, have to look back to look forward. You have to take responsibility, own, admit. You have to do all of those steps to get past the regret so that it doesn't keep you stuck in the mud. So the first way we reframe is to allow yourself to be okay with being wrong. Katriana Rotresli, she's a psychotherapist. She says that it's best to just accept that there's no solution for feelings of pain, loss, and disappointment. They're just part of being alive and they need to be experienced and survived and you should engage with life in all of its ups and downs so that's a hard pill to swallow but it's basically allowing yourself to be okay with being wrong that it's part of life that when we feel pain disappointment loss of something or something has changed or we've um, you know changed a lifestyle that we thought was going to be a better choice than another we just have to be able to feel that and know that it's just part of what we do. It's just part of being human. So you're wise to see the regret in those situations as a learning moment so that next time you'll be able to do things in a different way. If you're able to apologize, you should do that. You should do that too. If you have a situation where you can apologize and it's possible, then definitely do it. Because that is allowing yourself to be okay with what you did and apologizing for it. And let's talk about apologies for a minute. I used to talk about this with my girls all the time. An apology cannot have a qualifier or a condition on it. And it can't be said in heat. You know, heat of the moment. You can't you can't say like when you tell your little kids to say I'm sorry, like sorry, that's not an apology, and neither is I'm sorry that hurt your feelings, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry, that tone. Those are not true apologies. Those are not healing apologies. Apologies take ownership, and sometimes they just take those two words, I'm sorry. And as easy as it would seem, it's difficult because we as humans wanna hold on to the very last little scrap of that for validation. We wanna be able to say, I'm sorry, but here's why I did it and actually it's your fault. But if you can allow yourself to let that, let the grip on that last little piece of validation go, that's how you'll get a sincere apology that will actually cleanse you and make you feel better. So reframe number one, allow yourself to be okay with being wrong. Reframe number two, when dealing with regret about a situation or past guilt, is just realizing that this is a journey, you know? Guilt and shame are byproducts of regret and they can just add fuel to your already smoldering negative mindset. So you have regret, then you start to feel guilt and shame around it and then the fire just continues to build and build in your negative feelings. But why not try to view your life as just a series of lessons? This is a journey. Some come easier than others. Some come with excruciating pain and it'll be pain after pain, after pain. But regardless, you will have learned something and a healthy reframe would be to understand that you have to love yourself through all parts of this journey no one among us is going to be spared pain, loss, regret, disappointment. No one among us will be spared of that. So use the things that you learn to just lay out the journey and use it as a catalyst to take better care of yourself and to be more present. Because if we stay stuck, And just not do the reframe. We will let the guilt and shame literally pull us underwater. Because it can get out of hand. And sometimes, like in my case, you keep yourself from doing life. Because you're stuck. You're stuck with something that you can't let go of. And sometimes it manifests in not being able to lose weight which I believe is in my case where you're holding on to something that you, that you don't like or a habit that you don't like because you don't really want to let go feeling that the guilt and shame are just part of what you have to endure and live with you will have the guilt and shame but it doesn't have to live with you you feel it you address it accept that it's a journey And then you just move on. A beautiful quote by Jonathan Larson is, forget regret or life is yours to miss. No other path, no other way, no day, but today. Which is beautiful. Because how many days have we lost just feeling that sense of regret or pain or disappointment about something? You know, we just have our limited number of days. Do we want to really miss them, spend them like that? No, of course not. We want to heal. We want to be able to process that stuff, understand that it is a journey, part of life, accept that we can be wrong, and then just start moving forward. Reframe number three is... Regret and ownership. So regret's the catalyst that you need sometimes to just really examine your life and how you want to live. So when you have feelings of regret or guilt, right, they always spark other emotions and other actions if it gets bad enough. And so we can take that momentum, that feeling, that little push that regret gives us to just make a change and re-examine. Is this how I wanna live? Do I wanna stay right here? No, because this can improve your ability to take ownership and the responsibility for the things that happened. It's a rare but useful skill. So allow yourself to own it. 100% own it, not 50%. Not 80%, 100% because what you own fully, you will fully be able to correct. As long as someone else owns half of it in your mind, you will feel like you can only go so far, which does what? It just keeps you stuck and we don't want to be stuck. But if you take full ownership, regardless of whether it was all you, it will improve your relationship to yourself and to those that had to suffer through the things because of you or with you because you can let it go now. You accept it. You owned it. Making those amends and having those conversations will rebuild relationships. It'll strengthen ties with people that were in sort of the, the swirl of the things that went on. Being really open and vulnerable about all of it is the way to start. So re- reframe number four, to be more adaptable. You can't really change what you've done or where you've fallen short. But one thing that you can do for sure is to just start building a plan to adapt to it. We know that things aren't always going to be handed to us on a silver platter. And we shouldn't feel that our joy can only happen in these perfect conditions. That X has to happen before Y happens. That sometimes it's a journey that you have to adapt to. It's not always going to be handed to us in the perfect scenario. But the work of becoming more adaptable again, is a valuable life skill. It will help you become more open to a wider range of different outcomes so that you're less likely to fall apart and fold when things don't go as planned. And it's really easy to say to be more adaptable, but it is a practice. It is a habit that you can create just like any other thing that just basically is communicating to yourself that this isn't exactly right, but there are a lot of good parts and I'm going to build on those. And I can accept this alternative outcome because I'm going to stay open-minded about it. That sometimes we think that we know exactly all of the cards that have to be, you know, placed to make this beautiful house of cards and then One little thing happens and we're like, oh, well, that didn't work. But that's not the way we should see life. When we have those setbacks and those feelings and that disappointment in ourselves that leads to a certain outcome, there's gonna be some positive aspects to it. Something positive happened, even if it's only that you grew from the situation, build on that. Build on how you grew. How does that growth help you in the future? How can it help you in this current situation? Like, What can you build on to really expand the feel-good part of that one little part? How can you build on that? And then once you're able to do that, that makes you more adaptable because you will be able to then accept more things that aren't perfect, but that you can make them your new Perfect. Another quote by Dr. Wendy Dryden is the ability to accept yourself, to recognize that there is a wider context to your actions, and to understand that you made the decisions you made based on the values and information you had at the time. That's what leads to self-knowledge. That's really, really critical. You know, you hear when you know better, you do better. And I always thought that was kind of um, like an easy off-ramp, you know, of dealing with your stuff. But the fact of the matter is that it is very true. You make decisions based on what you know, the information, the values you have at that moment. And a lot of things change. You may have made decisions when you were young that you regret, but you have to factor that in. You didn't have the mind that you have now and the wisdom that you have now and the life experiences that you have now. So how could you possibly have made the decision that you see now as the right decision? So really cut yourself some slack there. I love that quote. And the final reframe is get clear on what you can control. So it really, really pays to evaluate what is in your control and what things are just not. And if you just focus on what you can control, you'll start to see how crazy it is to actually just sit and wallow in the stuff that's already happened. It happened. It cannot unhappen. But think about the idea of just perceiving it differently. Once you have accepted that you can't change it, just perceive it differently. Then You can create this sense of self-efficacy and believe that you have the ability to overcome any challenge and really believe that you have it in you to create a pleasing outcome no matter how bleak or unexpected things are. There's only so much that you can control. And it's a waste of time to feel like you're going to stay stuck in those things that are not controlled by you and let them pull you down you're letting life pass you by so i've learned that if i add things into my life that bring me joy that give me creative outlets like writing and the podcast and if i strengthen my relationships with little tiny changes tiny new habits. That negative feelings of regret are not at the forefront of my mind anymore. And over time, I've realized I don't really think about them at all. Because I'm seeking the positive. I'm allowing my mind to expand with creativity, with building more solid relationships, with making those amends. It isn't necessary to stay stuck in regret. It's not helping you and it's not helping anyone around you. So make the amends that you can learn the lessons that you need to realize how strong and resilient you really, really are and accept what is not in your control because friend, your life is waiting. Your life is waiting. And when we are in situations that we cannot change, and we allow whatever feeling of negativity, the misery, the unhappiness to reside in us from that, there is no hope. The only hope you have is to reframe, to adapt and find the positive and build on that. There's always a positive, like I said, even if it's that one simple positive that you say, well, now I know that decision X was probably not a good decision so going forward if i'm ever put in that situation again i'm going to remember this moment and how it made me feel and it will keep me from making the same mistakes again so living in regret and shame is i think the most aging debilitating way to live and Part of being a badass in midlife is making the decision that you're just not going to do that anymore and you can get past it. You only have this life and it's only you that can forgive yourself enough to be able to move forward and be happy. People want you to be happy. No one wants you to be miserable and carrying around any pain or guilt and if they do they're not people that you should have in your life because who would want that so seek out the people that do love you and support you that can help you really make amends take ownership I'm not saying just go around people that will give you a pass because that's not what you want what you want is full transparency and vulnerability on your part and most of all just allow yourself to let yourself have gotten it wrong, right? If you can say, yeah, I I got that one wrong. Okay, that's great, that's step one. We have to allow ourselves to do that because no one among us is perfect and the best, most low-hanging fruit is that we can learn from whatever the decision is that we made, so Try to always reframe those past regrets and learn those lessons without shame, my friends. We're all going to do that. Make a promise. I want you to re-listen to this. Listen to those reframes and get really clear on them because I don't want any of you to be feeling like you're stuck and you can't get on with your midlife. This is a beautiful, glorious time and you deserve the very, very best. So that's all I have for you today, my friends. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.